It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break it down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. One person's social justice war is another person's myopic exercise in futility. And the left is on a decriminalization kick. So what then do they think is punishable? And if the far left gets its way, guess what will become the next recognized sexual orientation? But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. It is the bottom line. Happy Wednesday afternoon. News Radio 610 KONA. Rob Francis said Dawson with you, 547-1610. If you would like to get involved in the program, you can also do so via email at 610kona.com. Click on the bottom line page and let us know what you think, what your name, where you're listening. Also on Twitter at bottom line 610, uh, where our question for today happens to be what we are starting off with. Simply enough. Should the Supreme Court approve the Trump administration's request to reinstate the question of U.S. citizenship on the 2020 census? Oral arguments were heard yesterday before the Supreme Court. Lower courts, of course, we know where it was challenged in the 9th and uh, also over in the 7th, which is uh, New York and the West Coast. Uh, favorable rulings for those that are challenging this coming through those court systems. But now you get to the Supreme Court. And now you'll have justices that will be looking at constitutionality, um, what the census is supposed to represent and reflect um, versus what you would like it to represent and reflect. And the citizenship question was a part of the census for, for a period of time. Then it was taken off. When the citizenship question was taken off, here's what you began to see. Population representation increase. Okay, and, and where does that matter? Why does that matter? Well, in one way, it matters because of the amount of federal money that you get. That's right. The more people you have, the more federal money you can get. Now, it doesn't matter necessarily if those people are citizens. If you're showing that you've got this amount of people, then you're going to get this amount of money by the federal government. And that's why one of the reasons why there's a huge battle over this question. Because if it goes back to citizenship, guess who gets impacted the most? Well, the cities that have a higher population of undocumented people. You you mean the sanctuary cities that it happened to in, in coha that's, that's happened to be in some states of them. that some of them, not all of them, but yes, there, there's I, yeah. they won't be the only ones impacted. I, that's what I'm trying to no, say. No, they it's won't. Not but, just sanctuary but, cities, but anybody. But who, the significant impact will be on those areas. You look at California; they've got a couple of them. Okay, so the, the, the amount of federal money that California stands to lose, if it is a citizenship question, if it is a, are you a U.S. citizen, the amount of money in federal dollars that California stands to lose is significant. 
This the, the, this question may sound naive and stupid to some people, but hey, you know that's you know it is what it is. If it ends up going on the census, if that question is included, what's to stop people from just saying, "Yeah, I'm a citizen," and there may well be some that will do that, or taking it a step further, those that opposed that question being on there, telling undocumented people to just go ahead and say you're a citizen. And you're also talking about something that is an official document and would be a crime. Is there a punishment for lying on the census? I'm sure it would be the same as for falsifying any official report. Now, granted, if you are not here legally and you falsify an official report and you get caught, well, could that wind up putting you in a deportation question? Well, the, the I think the point that some people are making is whether you lie or not, if you check the no box, I am not a, a U.S. citizen, your, shall we say, butt is grass anyway, because... If you if you were truthful with that question, you're going to be truthful well, about your contact information. Look, so you're going to get deported anyway, right? You know, you know what they're banking on? They're banking Ooh. on people that are not. I would guess the administration and anybody who is in favor of this question being on there, they're banking on them not returning it. Sure, because then they have to shell out less money. I understand that. Well, no, not for that. Not for that regard. They're banking on the fact they're not going to return the census and put themselves in a predicament that they're going to get caught. Well, yes, I understand that. That's, right, that'd be a smart thing to do. You just don't return it. That's right. Right, or yeah, you don't fill it out. Yeah, that's... you don't fill it out. If you're not a citizen, you don't fill it out. My question, though, is this: Who gets the census? Who is it mailed to? If you aren't a U.S. citizen, how do they get your address, they being the federal government? Well, it goes to every mailing address. Every mailing address. I got mailed one in 2010. Okay, but did they get it off of driver's license rolls? Did they get it off of election rolls? I guess probably. It's a good question. I Which one so. do they go for? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Rick, I'm calling from Prosser, and I just kind of have a question. And when they do the census, and regardless of whether you're documented, you're undocumented, or any of that, do the states get money from the feds just based on population? Yes. And so if you're undocumented, and if you live in a state that says, well, we'll give you a driver's license, you take that driver's license down, you're eligible to vote, right? Well, not necessarily. Well. Just because you have a driver's license doesn't mean you're eligible to vote. Well, you have ID. All you have to do is show your ID and you get a card and go fill it out. You got to show ID and prove residency, not citizenship, to vote. Yeah, yes. well, pay a, pay a light bill. Anyway, all I'm saying is that it's going to make people be accountable, and people have not been accountable for the last 
10 years in our country, and they haven't had to prove who they are, where they are, and I'm paying a lot of taxes in property tax. I pay taxes in my job, and all these people are out there scamming and living off the gold, and I'm tired of it. Appreciate the Thanks call, Rick. Call. I hear your frustration. I I I got to say this though. I, I don't think that by putting the question on there is going to hold very many people accountable. People, I, seriously, if if I was in this country illegally, I'm on some level looking over my shoulder all the time. Probably even more so nowadays uh, with ICE doing roundups. Right. So. If I'm here illegally, do you honestly think I'm going to fill out a census that asks me whether I'm a citizen or not and fill in the bubble that says no and send it in and think nothing's going to happen? No way. They're not going to fill this out. So, I, you know, it, I would love to see, and we got to take a time out, I would love to see the stats. I, I want this. I actually want the citizenship question in there because when they get the citizenship uh, question uh, featured census back and they start counting them up, how many no do you think that they're going to have filled out and returned? Not going to be many. Not going to be many. 547-1610 is the number here on the bottom line. I think you're also going to see something happen for the first time in in our lifetime if the question is put on the census. Back with more next. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Welcome back to the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, on your Wednesday afternoon, the 24th of April. Rob Francis and Dawson with you, 547 1610. If you'd like to get involved like this person did, you're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Chris from Benton City. What's up, Chris? Hey, I'm just going to comment on the uh, uh, census. Yeah, go right ahead. Uh, Every every year when the census comes out, I just fill out how many bodies live in my home and leave the rest blank and send it in. And the reason I do that is because, if I'm not mistaken, the Constitution requires the census to be taken, but only the question of how many people are there because the purpose of it was to establish how many representatives need to be within a certain area in a state. That's correct. Am I, am I wrong on that? No, not at all. So so what's with all the other questions? Not only the illegal question, but, you know, do you own your house? Do you have a mortgage? What? How is any of that? The, the rest of that they use the to put in, the rest of those questions, Chris, they use to put into different data categories to break down how many people within this age range are homeowners, how many of them are of this ethnicity, how many are, uh, you know, single parents, how many, I mean, they, they take everything else in the census and create huge data dumps. That's right. And appreciate the call. And that is a great call, by the way, yeah. because, yes, he is spot on. Yes. That's what the the, the reason for the census is a head count. Yes. And, and that's all. That's what it's supposed to do. 
Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi. Um, yeah, this is uh, Roberto in Richmond. Um, I, this is a little bit off the subject. I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. But I'd just like to give a shout-out to all the parents and the students that are not getting right home from school and are getting right home from school in the Tri-Cities today. Please use a crosswalk. And when you're using it, please stay off your cell phone because I've had to stop at two crosswalks, which I don't mind doing. But I've also had to stop three different times to go to a chiropractor visit today for kids in the middle of the road, 80 feet, maybe 18 feet from a crosswalk. So please give a shout-out to our listeners to tell their kids, use the crosswalk, please. Thank you, guys. I think you just did that. This, shout out. this public service announcement brought to you by Roberto in Richland. <laughs> Don't let your child become a hood ornament. Yeah, keep that's, them in a crosswalk. Yeah, appreciate the call. Absolutely, we it gotta, was off topic, but hey, they, you know, that's, you that's know what? Fine. It's a fair, it's a fair sure. comment to make. So, um, getting back to the census question, the we, previous caller, I, I really like right. the fact that. I think I'm going to do that. Well, I'm going to write down how many people are in the home, and then that's all they need to know. I think that's great. Our email from Jim in Washington along the same lines. You miss a bigger point. The census also affects the U.S. House and how representatives are proportioned, and that's bigger than just the federal dollars issue. And it, and it is because, once again, we get to another element of all this, that as we continue following down this road and what the census affects, there are significant impacts. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Rick. You count? What's up, Rick? Hey, so uh, I work for a data collection agency that was affiliated with the census several decades ago. And just to answer one of the questions you guys were tossing back and forth is, where do they get all these addresses and information and stuff? Our primary source of information was city, state, and county social services records. If you want your monthly assistance, you will have a true address. Therefore, we found and sent out a lot of census notifications to family households via a name associated with that house through social services. Thank you. Well, let me let me ask you a question, if I could, a follow up. That's excellent information. Thank you so much uh, for the rest of them, because not everybody is on social services. Uh, where do they get those from? Is it from the? Oh, you didn't want to hang. It could be from a couple of different. I guess. Yeah, I mean, remember, he said he worked for one company. One company. I'm sure yeah. they partner with a number of companies. Yeah. In order to be able to do this, but here's another thing to keep in mind with with the with this, I would not be shocked. I would not be shocked in any way, shape, or form to see the results of the 2020 census show a decrease in population in the United States. Yes, because... If the citizenship question is on that. Absolutely, because, again, like I said last segment, if I'm here illegally, I'm not going to say, no, I'm not a citizen. If I'm if I'm asked to fill the census out, no way. Why, why would I do that? That would target me, and especially if I'm already getting assistance like the last callers. If if I'm here illegally and I'm getting services on top of that, so my house, is my address is going to be on the list to get the census, no way am I going to fill that out 
and say, no, I'm not a citizen. ICE will be knocking on my door the next day. Are you kidding me? So, yeah, the number of people, well, the, the number of returns that they're going to get are going to be down. And I guarantee you the number of people who mark yes are going to be about 1% because that's about the the lowest 1% IQ in the country. Keep in mind that just because you answer you're not a resident doesn't mean you're here illegally or you're not a citizen doesn't mean you're not here illegally. Or you're, you're, you, Why you, take you could, that chance? You can still Why be here legally and not be a citizen. They're gonna if they say no, you're gonna your name is gonna get run through the system whether you're on a green card or not. Why Why do that? Why Why draw attention to yourself? Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi guys, it's Mike. What's up, Mike? Hey, you, you probably already uh, covered this. If you did, I'm sorry to be redundant, but I'm traveling a little later today than normal. Um, if I have to answer that question whether or not I'm a citizen, and I do legally answer it, then the amount of people congressionally that represent me in my district is based upon the number of people on the census. So if... It's overstated. If the census is overstated, say, 20 or 30 percent, then the representation is overstated 20 or 30 percent. And which way does that representation usually go? Almost always liberal, Democratic, kook deal. So that's why they're up in arms about it. It has nothing to do with, I mean, the spirit of what they're trying to find out is, how many people live here legally? Yeah, thanks for the call, yeah, Mike. You're, yeah. and, and 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 as we get ready to get to our break, here's the beautiful thing that Mike kind of just he lit the road for me. Yeah, he lit the path for me. Well, he said kook because because most of these places that will see a population decrease, San Francisco, Los Angeles, you're talking California, you're talking Oregon, you're talking Washington State, you're talking New York State, you're talking areas that will see less representation in the House, and as a result, they will see less electoral votes. That's right. And look, I'm all for uh, fewer politicians in D.C., Um you know, because that's uh, honestly think about think about the domino effect as we go to commercial break. It's think big. The, think of the domino effect here, and we're not just talking about representation, but let's say for sake of argument, Washington State has what ten representatives, I believe ten or eight. Uh, I have to look more than that. I think okay, whatever. So might be eight. Okay, be so eight. it goes down. And there's say two fewer representatives from Washington State in D.C. Think about all the money that we would save by not having two more politicians on the dole. That's three uh, three hundred fifty thousand dollars right there. Not only salary, but benefits and everything. Heck yeah! Let's do it. Let's do it, everybody. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. This is the bottom line. The area's only live local call in talk show. It's also our poll question at bottom line six ten and at six ten at KONA Radio. Should the Supreme Court approve the administration's request to reinstate the citizenship question on the twenty twenty census? Back with more after this.
Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610-KONA. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. 547-1610 is the number to join us by phone. Like this person. Hi, who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is James. I'm calling up here on the horse heavens. All right, what's on your mind? Yeah, I was just going to clarify a couple of things about the census. When, for, for, for as far as representation, the House of Rep, the number of representations in the House of Rep never changes. But if there's a reduction in a population like, say, Washington State or in the world or in the United States itself, it just reduces the numbers inside the districts. So if, if Washington State were to lose a representation, it would mean somebody else would gain it somewhere else. Does that make sense? Yeah, I appreciate the call. I'm not, well, I'm the, not the, so sure yeah, about it, that. Because it also deals with the other thing the census sets up, and which is why it's so important, is redistricting. Yeah. So if you do lose significant population, you redistrict. You don't, I don't know that the same anybody amount. gains if one person. I don't. You, you the don't, number does fluctuate, it, and the number yeah, the has number, been going up. The number in the House of Representatives is the one that does change. The yeah, Senate goes, stays the same. The Senate stays the same, but um, the House has gone up increment. Well, after yes, every census, yeah, it that, goes up. The representation in the House of Representatives does fluctuate. Um, if you and and in fact. In 1984 was when Washington got, or 1983, was when Washington received its 8th district because of population growth. That is the That, that was the newest district because that's the one that's been in effect, uh, like I said, by 83-84 was when Washington State was given another district because of population uh, when they redistricted the state. So after the census results come out... You'll see the attempts to redistrict. You'll see if another district needs to be created in certain states based on certain things. But at the same time, if that population comes back and it's significantly reduced, that says a different story as well. If you lose a district, you lose representation. Right. If you gain a district, you gain representation. So that's where you're... you're House of Representatives can wind up being impacted. But ultimately, if that does get impacted, and it is a significant amount of people, you're talking about an impact on the Electoral College, which it's not just all about finding out who's a citizen. It's also looking to weaken the opposition. Let's be honest about that. I mean, well, sure. There, there's nothing altruistic. Political gamesmanship again. Yes, there's nothing altruistic about the desire to have a citizenship question on the U.S. Census. In fact, both sides of the argument are not altruistic in any way, shape, or form. The left wants to be able to pad it as much as possible for federal funding, for increases in, in representation and electoral votes, and... And the ability to redistrict. Before we get to the phone call, uh, for the record, the U.S. House is composed of representatives who sit in congressional districts that are allocated to each of the 50 states on a basis 
of population as measured by the U.S. Census with each district entitled to one representative. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Bert Prosser. Hi, Bert. What's going on? I got two quick questions and one statement. Who's to say that people that absolutely hate Trump will not lie on the census, just despite him? And, yeah, I've got to the question. Okay. My statement is, is James Lee sucks. I hate him as a governor. Okay. That, by the way, by the way, you're you're part of a large group of people with that sentiment. Just I, in I, case you were wondering, I, I get the I get the I get the notion that people will purposely lie just to thumb their nose at Trump. But I really, I if there are people out there, it, it's such a minute number. Seriously, it, it, and I can't overstate this enough. If you are in this country illegally, you are trying to hide. You don't want to get caught because especially now where the federal government is cracking down much harder on people in this country illegally. You know, you don't want to you don't want to have a bullseye on you. So why in the world would you fill out a census with your legit with your actual address and contact information and say, nope, not a citizen. That's when you that's when you just order pizza, watch TV and wait till ice comes to the door. Seriously, 5471610 is the number. 509-547-1610 here on the bottom line. See, I think that there are people that are out there that are in the country legally that will be able to answer that question without fear of retribution because they can just show whatever visa they have that protects them to be in the country. Um but I do do believe that you will have significantly larger population that will not answer that question because they are afraid of being discovered and they aren't going to want to run the risk of deportation. And you could see, for the first time in our lifetime, a decrease in the population or no significant increase in the population in the United States. If, that, que- if that question's included, yep. I think you're right. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is John from Kennewick. Hi, John. I just thought uh, maybe there should be a little clarification. I uh, kind of get a little bit of uh, confusion on the number of the House of Representatives. It's 435, and it's been that way. It was set that way as the maximum since uh, about 1913. So the number, no matter what our population becomes, the number of representatives in the House remains at 435. And I just thought that should uh, clarify it. It was There was the impression I was hearing that if our population increases, the number of representatives in the House increases. No, they rep- as was said earlier, uh, some states can lose some, and other states will gain some then. But uh, the number remains the same. Appreciate the All call. Right, thank you so much. Call. Let's go to this line. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, it's John from Moses Lake. Hi, John. What's up? Well, i got to take a little exception with the comment that uh, the question is being put on the census for political retribution. Uh, I think I kind of think that it maintains the integrity of the voting system, and that is one man, one vote. So 
if my vote is being and paying taxes, working on my life, lived here forever, and my vote is canceled out by somebody who just got here last week, um, I don't consider that consider that fair. And there's a lot of people that feel the same way you do, which is why there is there is a significant amount of support for this question being on uh, the 2020 census. That the fact that there are areas of the country that benefit financially and benefit politically from having people have the ability to take part in the census that aren't citizens. So there's been a growing issue with the census and the fact that the citizenship question is not part of it for the reasons that you stated. Now, the Supreme Court heard the oral arguments yesterday. What they decide will probably know sooner than later because they need to start getting ready to execute the census. So they're going to need they can't wait a couple of months. They're going to yeah. need to know. They're going to have to. They're going to need out. to know sooner than later so that they can start printing the census, putting it together, getting the questions ready, and getting it out to the general public. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, guys. It's Mike again. What's up? I got a, a thought there. I don't know the answer. I'm thinking maybe you guys will because you're pretty sharp fellows. So if the census numbers are what they are one way or the other, plus or minus illegal immigrants, what happens to federal funding? Let's say the census says we have uh, X amount of we got 412 million people in the country. But the questions on there that says, are you a citizen? So now we don't have 412 million in the country. We have 395 million in the country because, uh, like Ed said, all those people don't sign. So based on those numbers, when they appropriate money out of federal programs, for lack of a better term, I don't know what where they would come from, do do those programs get less money now to facilitate more people? Well, I appreciate the call. It it, kind of goes like this. You are correct, except for when they're thinking about uh, appropriating money, they're going to appropriate the money to states and or individual districts. So the, the, the total U.S. population that number is not really a factor. If, like you, like Rob has said, if the numbers in sanctuary cities, large sanctuary cities on the West Coast, goes down, those cities, those districts, even those states, stand to lose money because there are, quote, fewer people. Their state budgets would have to make up the loss of financial money. That's probably true. And, and you know, those on the on the West Coast do lean left, so they would they would appropriate more money at the at the state level. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is James again. I'm calling you. I was on the horse heaven. Yeah, I, I, like I said, the number's set. So what happens with the census is if California adds so many people, they have to take a representation from somewhere else, like Wyoming, who loses people. Or if California loses people, Wyoming or wherever gets to pick up a rep. There's only 435. It doesn't go up. It doesn't go down. It's set by law. Right. And they, and just depending on how it shakes out around the country, 
depends on, and that's where your electoral situation comes in, is if you have that drop in one state. Now, Wyoming has always had more senators than representatives. Yeah. They've only had one rep in the House of Representatives. Pretty low population, Um, regardless. But, you know, are we going to see the impact on Wyoming? No. I mean, think about it like this. Texas yeah. will probably lose population yeah. on the census. Arizona, New Mexico, California. There, there, there's a number of states that Florida. could wind up, yes, that could wind up seeing a shrinkage in population if that question is allowed to stay and the U.S. Supreme Court will rule on it sooner than later. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Egg, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610, KONA. You can email us, too. Just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. We're talking this hour, and it's also the subject of our poll question on Twitter, at Bottom line, 610. What happens uh, when or if the U.S. Supreme Court allows for the citizenship question to be put on the U.S. Census that will be mailed out uh, sooner rather than later? What would happen? What will be the repercussions of that? Yeah, and, and really, should they? I mean, should the citizenship question be back on the census? Because the implications are significant in a number of different avenues. And, and I know we had one caller that said that he he wasn't a big fan of the implication that it is politically motivated, but it, it is. All of this is politically motivated on both sides. The desire to keep the question off and the desire to put the question on. Now, whether it's the intent of the political motivation, you can argue, but it hasn't been on in a couple decades And so there is a political motivation by the right to try and weaken the left based on what they are pretty confident is going to be lower turnouts and lower census census reports returned from those areas that have a high population of illegal illegal individuals living there. And let's be honest, less money going to those cities and districts that have a higher number of people. Less money, less funding, less power, less influence. Yes, all the things that the Democrats are trying to do in the opposite direction, more dependence, more people relying on the government, more money, more votes. Well, that's what the citizenship question on the census would tackle. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Gaylord from Grandview. And what's on your mind today? Well, I just think there's a simple answer to this situation. Why don't those people just uh, apply for citizenship? Well, that that, that, that that'd be answer. that'd be the best one. I mean, no, no, no. If saying the buts about it, it'd be great. However, there are some people that I think are not informed on the process itself and the fact that it is not as 
difficult to go through the process as it's made out to be. Yes, there is there is a monetary aspect involved. Yes, there is a going to classes aspect involved. There is a will there is a desire and need to show that you are willing to put out the effort to become a citizen. That is the one thing that doesn't change. But some of the information that goes along with it that is supplied to people may be uh, information that they don't want to hear that makes them afraid. The one thing that we do do that maybe we, we, we should reconsider is anybody that becomes a citizen is forced to renounce their citizenship in the country they came from. Mm. We could probably rethink that part. And the only reason why I say that is there are a lot more countries than not that allow for dual citizenship. Yeah. To allow someone dual citizenship doesn't give them an advantage in this country. Nope. And I think it would go a long way to getting more people go through the naturalization process instead of just saying you have to give up everything else to become an American. Well, you 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 realize you struck a nerve with me. Yeah, I know. Because I actually you're have Canadian. well, I I have citizenship in both countries. And yes, I, you're Canadian. I, I am also a certified member of the United States of America too. You're Can American. Can, I'm a Canarican. Canarican. Yeah. Canarican. No, not M. Not not a Camaro. You're thinking Can-American? of your cars that you like. Canarican. Canarican. Yeah. Sounds like a bird. I'm going to fly on out of here if you're not careful. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is James and Kenwick. And, uh, yeah, my my aunt's a Canarican. I don't know. Canarican, um, sure. <laughs> the, the only question I really have about it is what's the legal argument against the question as far as legality-wise? Uh, obviously, it's not a race, religion, orientation, or, or gender question. So what is the legal argument against? The I don't know that there is a yeah. legal argument against it. The, the one that we hear the most is that by forcing the citizenship question, you don't get an, a true accurate representation of how many people are actually in the country. Now, I would which venture, is true. which is true, but I would venture to say that we don't get an accurate representation anyway. Well, that's true too. I mean, seriously, how do you actually do that? Right, that's what I'm you saying. Go out and count heads, right? You're right. You make it. You make it potentially easier by asking the citizenship question and eliminating a, an aspect of the population that is automatically now not able to vote or to answer that question. And at the same time, you also eliminate funding. Or cut down on the amount of funding for those areas that right now, without the addition of the citizenship question, get a lot of money from the federal government for programs to support people that aren't supposed to be here. Well, aside from that, to answer the caller's question, I, you know, again, I'm not a lawyer. I, I kind of dabble. I there's a I, legal one. I don't think that there is a legal argument against putting that question in there is there a philosophical one sure you know you want to you know we want to be 
open or some people want openness and and Boy, open, you mean like the borders? open borders and let everybody in and let's all you know let's wrap our arms around everybody and welcome them in. But a legal but a legal question, not so sure. More of the show after this.